Welcome to Teaching Brood. Today, we're going to be talking about a book that we've been reading, which is pretty interesting. It's called Classroom Management in the Digital Age. Classroom Management in the Digital Age is authored by Heather Dowd and Patrick Green. Heather is a teacher, educational technology coach, science enthusiast, and learning. And she is based out of the United States right now, but she was a teacher in Singapore for many years. And her co-author, Patrick Green, is an educational technology coordinator and site director for the Global Online Academy for the Singapore American School. And, and now you just brought up the idea of parents. What was the biggest challenge you guys had with parents? Hmm. <laughs> well, I think um, if you go back to Heather was talking about the different fears that teachers had. Um, and, and so we did some of that with parents as well. And I, one of the top things that the parents will say is that they're uncomfortable with the idea that the school is putting the technology in the home. So, so in our case, we were sending laptops home every day uh, with the students. And I would say getting people to come around on that idea was a challenge. Um, we, first of all, in 2017, schools are not the people putting technology in the home. Um, if you were to do a survey, it'd be interesting to see um, what you would get. Uh, I think six years ago, we did a survey, and 80% of our uh, students already had a uh, device that their parent had got, gotten them individually. They had their own non-shared device that was Internet-connected. So, so the school wasn't really doing that, but, but the parents still struggled with the idea that the, the student felt like it was theirs. And so one of the things we worked on was getting parents to um, understand that at school, the adults set the rules and the students use the device within those parameters. And at home, the parents set the rules and the students mm -hmm. need to use the device within those parameters. And if they don't, you're the parent, you, you don't let them use the device. Um, and so one of the things that we, one, one program that I've seen actually hands off the device to the parent and then allows the parent hand the device, physically hand the device to the student when it's time to go home so that the student's actually receiving it from the parent to kind of emphasize that message that, um, no student gets to say, well, this is mine. Right. Well, it, it it's your creative tool. Yes. But the parameters for which you'll be using it within are set and guided by the adults in your life. And we have on our, um, we mentioned this in the book and on our book site, we have a link to the parent student agreements for home. And it's really just the same form that we, we use with our, our sixth graders. And so when they get their laptop before they're allowed to take it home, um, they have to have had a conversation with their parents um, and fill out this form that we don't collect because it, it's about use at home, but we, we have them take a photo of themselves with their parent in the form as proof that, yes, we discussed this and we talked about it. 
Um, and then, then, and only then do they get to take their laptop home. So, you know, we recommend that every year student, the parents are sitting down with their children and, and doing something like this because it changes, right. You know, as, sure. as children get older, like the, the rules change. I mean, that, that's a natural thing that, that happens. And so we have a copy of that on our book site. I, I still just feel like it's such an important thing to be to have your communication system set up with parents to be mm-hmm. reaching out to them, yeah, uh, and to be promoting to parents the cool stuff you have kids doing, uh, because parents didn't learn or their their version of school right was very different than what we're trying to do now in schools, yeah, and um, so sometimes they they really don't understand why a student would have a device in their hands. So I really do believe in this idea of promoting uh, what you're doing and what students are doing and what they're creating uh, so that parents can see, uh, yeah, they're learning how to write and, and you learned how to write back when you were in school, but they're going beyond that and they're learning how to uh, turn that writing into a script and they're storyboarding and they're making uh, multimedia project and on and on, right? Like, so just being able to, whether you're, whether students are sending home emails or or you're communicating frequently with parents or whatever it is, getting, getting them on that, on your team to see the, the wonderful ways in which students are learning more than just content. Um, they're learning these, these life skills and they're, they're learning to be creative and critical thinkers and all of this. I think, um, whether the school takes it on or, the individual classroom teachers take it on. It's something that needs to happen uh, so that we can work with parents to uh, work together to serve their their children. Yeah. yeah. And, and taking that one step further, this past year, for the first time, I actually did a live cast parent meeting. So I needed to meet with 200 families. Um, and according to our PTA rep, the best time for me to do it was first thing in the morning after all the kids have been dropped off. And I was totally fine with that. But in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, but what about the parents who have to work? You know, they're not going to be able to attend. So I set it up as a live cast and streamed it. And out of the 200 families, I had about 80 people watching the live stream. So I was able to hit, and that was the first time our school had ever done anything like that. In fact, I actually used the ask for forgiveness, not permission method to see Mm -hmm. how it was going to (laughs) work. It works. (laughs) It works. Yes. And I did. And it was funny because in the middle of the presentation, I looked up and at the very back of the room, I had the secondary principal, the primary principal and the director of the school standing there. So, um, and afterwards there was a lot of positive feedback from the parents going, I never would have been able to attend this. You know, it's so nice that I was able just to step into my office and close the door for 30 minutes and still be able to be a part of it. Because Mm -hmm. I also had, not only did we have the live cast going, but they were able to ask questions digitally as well that I could address. So yeah, I think that is really important. It it speaks to the power of using technology for communication and creation, right? You know, what Patrick was saying and and then what you were just sharing, like that really, those really are two of the the things that we can do in, in really powerful ways now. And I think communicating the things that our students are creating is, is just one of the best things that we can do as educators, um, to show the power of technology. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, this has been a fantastic conversation with you guys. 
I cool. I have one last question, and I think oh. maybe Patrick is going to be able to answer this one. Patrick, has Amazon opened up in Singapore, and can we get our book through that yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, the book is available on Amazon. Um, I'm I'm looking right now to see if it uh, ships to Singapore. It does ship to Singapore. Um, Amazon. Uh, so yeah, I would say I I I don't know of anyone who hasn't been able to get it on Amazon. Um, also, our Spanish translation is on Ooh. Amazon as well. Great. Is there a Chinese translation coming? Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> is, is someone asking for it? Uh, actually, yes. Okay, yes. well, then we yes. better get moving on that. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. We'll have to talk to the publisher. So, and, yeah, that's... I, I said that I would find out for them if there would be a Chinese translation or not. So, and for oh, the wow. listeners, you uh, your your email your uh, website. What is your website address just for the listeners? I think you mentioned you have a you have a website that you can go to get onto. Yep. So uh, we have a Facebook page at CM Digital Age, and then uh, cmdigitalage.com is our website. And on the website, um, there's we've got a book study guide. Uh, we've had a, a number of successful book studies going on this last summer. It was great to chime in and see what people were thinking on Twitter. Uh, we've also got our downloadable posters there if you're looking for inspiration for your own marketing campaign or just use ours. Uh, and then we've also got some resources for parents, uh, as Heather mentioned, the parent-student agreements for home and the uh, our laptop boot camp lessons and resources. And all of that is at cmdigitalage.com. And on Twitter, um, the hashtag that we've been using is hashtag cmdigitalage. And we've had quite a few teachers this summer doing book studies together as a group using the hashtag. So that's been fantastic. Wonderful. Absolutely amazing. All right, cool. Cool. And we'll link to a bunch of that stuff from our teachingbrood.com. Fantastic. Great. Yeah. Well, this has been great, guys. Thanks so much for having us today. Yeah. And, uh, thank thank you. you very much. And thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I, we, we may be breaking this one up and do a few different podcasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this has been fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right. Yeah, you too. thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Congratulations on making it to the end, the, uh, the interview that we've had with uh, Patrick and Heather. Uh, we hope you've gained a lot from it, and uh, please continue listening to future podcasts.